more new Apple Gear impressions. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are on youtube.com slash TV. Uh, we'd love to have you join us there. We have some of our friends already in the chat room, more showing up almost as I speak. Um, we do this Tuesday night, so if you're here tonight, great. If you aren't, if you're seeing this in the feeds later, please mark your calendar, mark your set an alarm, do whatever you need to do to join us because we have a whole lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for you to watch later, but it's also a lot of fun for us to do and have the chat room do it with us. Tonight, we're playing a little bit of catch-up on a number of stories. I mean, the last few weeks, it seems, have been dominated by the uh, the announcements Apple made at its Far Out event. So we're going to, well, we're going to do a little bit of that, not much, but a little, because some of our panel members have gotten some of the hardware that they ordered, um, and I want to make sure we give them a chance to talk about it. But we're also going to catch up on on some smaller stories and maybe even one or two bigger stories as well. But let's first find out who's here by going around the uh, the room and introducing the panel. So I'll take it as I always do, uh, based on my screen. Up first, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to have you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. And uh, <clears throat> always fun to be around on Tuesday nights. So just coming off of uh, attending virtually the Jamp user Jamp Nation user conference that's going on this week. So some interesting stuff going on there. And uh, got my new AirPods Pro. Talk about that if you want. And then Good. Uh, all that yeah. other fun stuff we are going to talk about. Are, are they doing Jamf in person or hybrid or remote? I, I assume well, you're not there in San Diego, right? Nope. It's virtual, but they're also offering, they offered it in virtual. They all, I'm sorry, it's in person and they are offering it virtually as well. Hmm. Yeah, we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, up next, with a very timely background, Mr. Mark Fuccio. Mark, good to see you. Hello, Chuck. Yes, uh, it's one day after the NASA DART uh, satellite uh, crashed into the asteroid. So uh, it seems it's very appropriate, uh, since we don't have a lot of new Apple news, seemed appropriate as our background for this week. Yeah, and we should offer our congratulations to NASA for pulling off yet another amazing feat. You know, hitting an asteroid with a small spacecraft at, what, approximately 7 million miles away? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Good job, guys. Good job. Um, Mr. Uh, Jim Ray is here sporting his AirPods Pro. Uh, Jim, good to see you. AirPods Max. AirPods Max. Excuse me. I keep doing that. AirPods Max. Yes. Shame on you, man. We want to give you all the credit for spending that much money, Jim. No question about it. (laughs) (laughs) They were on sale. Ah, good. Good. Last but absolutely. Oh, sorry. Yeah, last but absolutely not least, uh, because his wife is out of town yet again, Warren Sklar has joined us. She is uh, in London. Uh, yeah. Um, and and uh, with the spacecraft, I think I want to write a movie where this hits a, the asteroid and the, 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 the thing is it actually knocks it on course to attack us at this point. So I'm waiting to see what happens because uh, that would be a good movie. Um yeah, she uh, life is good, 
enjoying my stuff. Uh, good to be here. Good. Warren, are you in a different room? <laughs> I feel like we do this every week. Lighting um, difference. <laughs> um, I this is it's done. So my my space is complete. Although it keeps, you know, I keep seeing things that's like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. It, it's I've, my wife went away and I went nuts with lights. Now it's LED lights <laughs> everywhere, and they're yeah. flashing and they're all smart. Look, Echo, turn off Warren's office. <laughs> Whoa! Didn't there used to be like a couch behind you or something? It's there to the left. <laughs> I, I think maybe it's just a view. I was moving my monitor around, but yeah, same place. Mm. Warren Sklar, interior decorator. Excuse me while I turn my lights back on. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's probably worth mentioning in the chat room that Brad has described the uh, the NASA film of the impact as a snuff film. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Thanks. Bringing, bringing the class of the show right up. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's see. I know, uh, I believe, Jim got his new iPhone. David got his new um, AirPods Pro. So, Jim, how about if we start with you? Um, how, what, you know, you were here last week to hear all of our impressions of our new phones. Now you have it in hand. What do you think? Heavy. Really? Well, I remember I went from an iPhone 8. Oh, that's right. So, um, uh, and wow, that camera bump is is ginormous. Um, The screen is so bright. I love it. It seems much brighter and sharper. And yesterday I was in my car and I've got a a mount. I don't have a MagSafe mount for that yet, but I was just using the old one. But I was just noticing in the car how bright it was for you know looking at google maps it was it was really really nice for that um i was pretty impressed with how smooth the transition was i i'd never done a transition where i moved the phone number without having to be in a store you know either an Mm. apple or an at&t store and so the whole thing of you know holding the one phone over the other and the little swirly cloud and everything um, was was quite cool and it worked um, which AT&T website said it wouldn't work I had researched it before and they said you're gonna have to come into the store and and I wound up oh, I'm just gonna try it and they lied it <laughs> it, it, it worked great um, it was I did the transition uh, phone to phone. Other than, I mean, I made an iCloud backup, but I, I didn't use that for the transfer because I was hoping, you know, my understanding was that way you kept most of your logins and your apps and stuff like that. And that mostly worked, but it was interesting. Some of the apps didn't, like Gmail. I had to log into all my my Gmail accounts again, but Slack, I didn't. Um, I still haven't. I need to log into Ring. I haven't done that. Keep forgetting. So I'm still discovering, discovering things. I ha- I haven't. You know, the Dynamic Island is like sort of. I was all excited, but I, I haven't seen much of it. Um, you know, other than the little waveform thing while, while you're on the phone, that's cool. But I've never seen it. I've never never seen it get bigger. 
and I haven't figured out how to do lock widgets yet, but I do like the always on screen. I'm I'm very puzzled. I guess some people want to turn that off. Dave, you said you turned it off, right? Um, yeah. Did you turn it back on again or? Not recently because I'm still watching the battery life on this thing. Um, yeah, so far the battery, I haven't had a problem and I really like the always on screen. Um, uh, so I'm still getting used to iOS 16 too. So it's kind of like, as for all of us, all these transitions all at once. And I did not do any of the betas. So, uh, so you're like me, uh, where you start to kind of, you confuse yourself over what was uh, a new feature for the phone and what, or what is a new feature for the phone? What is a new feature for iOS 16? So it just, yeah. it's all one big new thing. And especially, you know, with the big jump in the phone too. So like, I never had a phone with the night mode. Is that what they call it? Yeah. So I was playing with that a little bit. Like, so that's cool, which you all discovered like what, four years ago or something, but I never had. Um, I haven't really played too much with the camera. There's going to be an air show here in about three days. So hopefully I should get some pretty exciting shots with the camera there. Yeah. I've, uh, Patrice reminded me last week of, uh, the, the night mode. So I, you know, went in a dark room. I'm not going to say which room since I got berated for that last week. Um, and, and took a couple shots and, I mean, I, I tried something in absolute darkness and I couldn't really get much out of it, but you give it just the barest little light, little light, and it just pulls in an amazing amount of detail and, and some amazing yeah, photos. It really does. You know, it, it I mean, it, it definitely looking at the photo that's developing, you know, that because that's sort of the way we think about it. But you hit that button and you watch it develop, you know, and you look over at whatever the camera's aimed at. And you know yeah. you're seeing you're you're seeing that or not seeing it because it's so darn dark, and then seeing what the camera sees, it really is kind of amazing. Yeah, I I was listening to ATP last week, and John Syracuse was complaining about the lip on the bottom of the case. Now, the cases they used to be open on the bottom, and I didn't know what he was talking about. But of course, I used Touch ID until Saturday. And now I see what he's talking about. This is really kind of annoying because you're always doing this slide up thing and that thing is in the way. So really? You don't notice that? No. Well now I do you what have a case on? I have an Apple case. Yeah. Jim, do you have a case on yours? Yeah, it's an Apple case. So okay. what am I looking at? And so the, the case the case extends the whole length of the bottom, which they didn't used to do apparently. Well, not apparently they didn't, and so at least for me, when it, when you you know you swipe up like for the home, mm. yeah, it you know your finger kind of catches on that because it's sticking mm. up. Yeah, um, I think it. I thought their clear cases still had that open. There was a few. There was a one or two that still had that open design. I think that what you're talking about. Yeah, where, yeah, and then they kind of yeah. I think they all went that way. Um. Yeah, John, John was mentioning, John Syracuse was mentioning that it's hard to find cases now that are open. Yeah. The, and, um, and it's hard to even like, you know, like know if they're open until you actually buy them. The, the descriptions 
you know, various, you know, like none of the Apple ones have opened except for maybe the clear one. What's a nice leather company? My son got uh, the one, uh, the the one that's always advertising mm-hmm. and uh, they, they got leathery. It's, they look very leathery, like Apple. They're similar. I'll find it. But they're open and they're almost exactly like Apple's cases. I, I actually like the silicon no, feel. Nomad. I, I don't. I don't really want leather. And it's not the end of the world, but. And I did. I, I I had never configured. I'm not sure if my iPhone eight would do it or not. But the back tap. So that's that's yeah. really nice. And yeah. I I I configured. I made two taps be app switcher and three taps be control center. And I think that's pretty convenient. I also I I really like the little search button down here. And I've seen a bunch of things online of how to get rid of that. Like apparently. People think it's awful. I think it's terrific because I use that a lot. And it's so easy to just one hand instead of having to swipe down to get to the search. Anybody else disabled the search? And... No. I, like no? I, I disabled. I like it. So why, why yeah. don't you like it? Um, it just, I, I guess maybe I didn't give it a chance because I my fingers already, already know, you know, I just need to swipe and go to the search box. And then I've got access to the full screen so i mean i think i tried it once and it just didn't feel like it was something i needed there was one more thing on on that screen so i, I mean maybe based I mean, on it, what you're saying i'll put it back and try it you know and the thing is it doesn't give you another row like you don't gain anything by getting rid of it it's just empty space i think right well it brings the page to, uh, uh, the page transition over oh yeah but that and, appears when you're sliding or when you tap start it. sliding right or sliding yeah yep. so that that seemed like you know pretty easy and um you know i do use the search a lot so oh and that's the other big thing for me that won't be for anybody else but you may remember i probably mentioned it on the show a long time ago that my iphone 8 the nfc reader stopped working and I have a glucose center sensor, so I couldn't read that with my phone, and I, I had to carry this extra device around me. And now I'm finally back in business, so I can just oh, look. Now it's not going to work. There we go. <laughs> so well, you can't see it, but it just read my my glucose. So I'm I am that's actually the biggest thing. I'm so happy to be back, not having to carry an extra device around for that. That's Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet. I don't know about you, but I take my privacy pretty seriously, and my security even more seriously. If you are in that same camp, then you need to check out NordVPN. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection features. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you make a mistake and download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get your subscription started today. That's nordvpn, N-O-R-D-V-P-N 
com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Cletus in the chat room agrees with you, I think, on the search is what he's referring to. And Brian says his iPhone 13 mini hard clear case from Apple has an opening on the bottom portion. So yeah, that's why I remember I mean, I, that's the only ones I had them left at that point. So yeah. all the all the silicon and leather had the closed full close, and then the silicon was the only one left that had an open, probably because of they were worried it was going to crack. Because there's my guess, uh, that little lip. Yeah, I mean that's interesting because I guess my cases have always not had an opening there. That because I, I mean, and I don't find that it disrupts me or anything, but maybe it's just because I've been used to it all this time not having it and i guess if you could you could always dremel it out if you really if that really bugs the issue i run into actually the issue i do is if i have my if it's charging or something and i want to take the case off you know or if you're transferring data and you want to take the case off you can't so i mean sometimes that happens because it has the lightning cable stuck in there wait a minute are we are we talking about hold on here are we talking about the lip at, on the at the bottom here, yeah. the bottom yeah. edge? Yep. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought we were talking about. Okay. So if you have a lightning cable plugging in it, plugged into it, and you're doing like an iTunes restore or something, and for some reason you want to take the case off, you oh can. well, yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, or I don't sometimes care. you what? forget. You know, I've you know that it's plugged in, and you try to. Yeah. That's the only issue too. So sometimes that's nice to have the open back where you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, if I that's never all that take anybody, my case off, so yeah, I know. I mean, bother, I, that doesn't bother me. If this uh, is all that anybody has to complain about, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even understand what Jim's complaint was. Something about swiping from the bottom, but but yeah, this all yeah has the preference. Mm. Yeah. Um, David, you got new AirPods Pro. Yes, so you got the AirPods Pro, not like Jim's Max. You got the Pro. Um, what what what's your are your first impressions um, so far? I do notice a slight difference in the the sound quality. I mean, the adaptive uh, noise cancellation is a lot different. Uh, it does does kind of center the sound a little better. I mean, comparatively speaking, between the old and the new, I mean, I did notice some some improvements in the sound itself. Um, the uh, the the volume control, being able to just you know drag it down with your finger, is nice and changing the tracks and all that instead of having to tap it, uh, mm-hmm. was a nice is a nice feature. I like that. Um, the uh, 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 they fit in your ear pretty well. I mean, they had the mediums on the, when I got them, and they fit perfectly for me. And then and then the ear tips to t- test. I was having a little bit of a challenge because they have that adaptive where you have to move your ear, move your head, and do the, all that, and it wasn't really working for me, but. It, it, they they still sound fine. I mean, the case the case itself is uh, much different. I mean, as I showed earlier, you earlier, it's got this. You know, you guys, everybody saw it. it's got the speaker. You can find this. It's really loud too when you when you do the find my try to find it. Uh, it's got that uh, uh, for the lanyard, and then we also saw that news story today that there's some sort of uh, wire going to some sort of antenna to this thing inside, which found that to be interesting. Uh, the cases themselves. I mean, if you look at it, you put them head to head. They're they're the same. They look exactly the same. So there's really no huge differences. In fact, I put the old AirPods into the new case and vice versa, and they fit. So they're they're practically the same. Really, the only difference is it's got the extra uh, opening at the top of the AirPod uh, 
but hey, overall it's got some good quality sound but if you already own a airpods pro and you're, you're happy with it then i don't see any real need to to do an upgrade with them um they uh they they uh, s- seem to be the old ones should be just fine i mean some people have been having some battery life issues with the, the old ones and might be might be time to, to upgrade them um at, at that point but Overall, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm happy with them. I like, I like, I like the sound, and and I was listening to a lot of music uh, the other night, and had noise canceling on. You, it really, when the noise canceling is on, you, you really are not able to hear too much outside noise, like they were like as advertised. Um, so, uh, which was definitely different than the uh, the old pair. So, but yeah, overall. So, David, when you say that, what was the external noise source? Was it a neighbor's leaf blower, or you know, something really loud, or was it yeah, something? Else I, I had some. I, I had some extraneous noise. I mean, just just even the even the TV on at a loud level, I I, I could really could I heard you know barely I could hear it. it. It really did a really good job of centralizing the noise cancellation right into your center. Um, the uh, I did some experiments with the spatial audio and, and Apple Music and moving my head around and then it was it was I, I did notice some little minimal improvements as far as hearing good good quality sound. Music was sounding great. So mm-hmm. um uh, so so the, the noise canceling does there is a difference. There's no question that in that case. Good. So, well I have I have some on order. I'll share my observations next week, I hope. Yeah, good. David, this this would be completely anecdotal, but I'll do it anyway. Um, based on your experience with the the noise cancellation, how do you how do you do you think that the representation uh, of in the with the uh, oh the uh, the power I can't say what you the demo Jack, in Jack, Jackhammer Jackhammer thank you I can say Jackhammer um, the, the Jackhammer demo was it that that degree of noise reduction I I think it is I mean I. I Again, I just all I had I didn't have anything extraneous other than I had the TV up really loud to see if uh, if, if it was going to if I could still hear it and uh, I could hear it faintly but barely enough that I think the noise cancellation is improved and uh, mm. does make a difference. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Well, we'll get an update from Jim on his next, or excuse me, from Mark on his next week. Um, just as we all make the transition to new gear. They sure have um, gotten stellar reviews everywhere. Yeah, they're getting yeah. little reviews. Some people are, you know, yeah. I think I just, I just seen said it was it was game changing. <laughs> Every review I've seen has been like yeah. super positive. Like, yeah. it's like wow, people are just you know they're almost as positive as they are about the new phones. So, should I upgrade from my current Pro's AirPods again? If you're happy with what you have, I don't see it. I don't necessarily see it as a as a, a need. Some people are upgrading from regular AirPods or you know, the or the second gen AirPods. I listen um, to mine a lot during a, a road trip, and I mean they're, they're great. The pros. I, I mean, I, yeah, I I would to, I would totally jump on the the second one if I really thought there was a need. But. Other than like I said, just what I described this is all really no big big difference. Uh, and then I mean I, I like the fact the case can't be as much. You can't lose it because it does beep. It, it's any, loud too. Any improvements with auto connecting or not connecting to the wrong devices or have you no, it's, anything like that? It does it does it pretty well. I mean, I'm next to the Mac and the, and the iPhone at the same time, so it you can go in forcibly connect connect and it stays connected. It doesn't you know that's, one that's another my, device comes up. That's my big complaint with my current. I, I see really, so, I see yeah. some connection improvements. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. I, I, that was one thing I noticed with the new phone and, you know, so all my Apple, I've got AirPods pro, I've got these and, you know, wow, that's just seamless, you know, new phone, boom, instant. And then, you know, I have some other devices like a Bluetooth speaker and, you know, all that, my car, <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, I've got to pair my car again. And that, it had to, you know, you had to go into this mode and have it press a code and, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Uh, there's still, there's still some bugs with CarPlay. <laughs> I'm still seeing like I reported last week and it's been reported and they haven't really well, said much about it. No, this is a 2006 Prius. Oh, so okay. it yeah, probably just... has a really ancient version of Bluetooth. Oh, okay. I but you did your phone, CarPlay. did your phone keep the Bluetooth devices when you did the phone to phone? No. Yeah, I lost mine too. So. Mine same. Mine didn't come. Yeah. Mm. I did so, too. And and then you also lose your you lose your handoff uh, security handoff between everything. So like you know your watch won't unlock your phone anymore. You have to redo all that. And same with the Mac. So when you with your more, I guess more the watch than the phone, right? But when you unlock your Mac with your watch, you have to remember to do it again because it. It's a new device. But so actually that not... was one one thing that I was blown away by was um I thought I was gonna have to unpair the watch from the old phone yeah, and no. pair it to the new one. Every everything I'd seen said yeah. that, it did it for me. Yeah. yeah At the end of it, it was like, Oh, you've got a watch. Do you want to switch it over? And I said yes, and boom, that was it. Done. Super I don't think easy. I sort of even saw the prompt. I just felt my wrist starting to like during my upgrade of my phone, my wrist started to do like the beep, and then I saw it doing the line across. I'm like, oh, check that out. It actually told my watch to repair itself with the new phone. You know what didn't transfer was iTunes, my iTunes app store account. Hmm. Um, and then it turned out that I didn't know the password for my iTunes account. I thought I did. But apparently I must have changed it and it didn't work. Um, in fact, I had two problems. One was when I upgraded to Watch Watch 9, Watch OS 9, which I'd done a couple of days earlier. Then I was kept getting this prompt on the watch to enter, enter that uh, password for that. And the only thing it had was you had to, you know, use your fingers to yeah. handwrite. And... And the first letter of the password was a lowercase letter, and it was automatically uppercasing it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I supposed to do this? I can't enter this letter. And, of course, it would not work. And I thought that was the only problem, but it, apparently I also had the whole password wrong. So I wound up resetting it on my Mac. I set a new password. And, and then... On the phone, I went to enter it. And the first time I entered the email address is .con instead of com. And so it, it's like, I'm notifying all your other devices and it didn't do it. So then I fixed that and it said, I'm notifying all your advices. And so they all came up with a, oh, your iPhone, you know, wants to, you know, that authorization thing. But it would only come up for like a quarter of a second. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't read the verification code. And I couldn't press the, yeah, okay, do it. And I tried it a bunch of times and it would come up on my Mac and my iPad, but I, I couldn't use it. 
So then I'm like, okay, well, it has an option to send a text message. So let's see what happens if I do that. So I sent a text message. Of course, that came to the new phone. That was really the first time I used the new phone number. I'm like, I hope that worked. And it did. But what was weird was it sent the text message and then it apparently like picked, you know how it could pick the authorization code and enter it for you? But usually there's some interaction. You have to tell it to do that, right? But it seems like it just did it. And it was like, I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, boom, I'm logged in with no interaction at all. So, um, and when I reset the, change the password, I made sure that the first letter was uppercase. So then I was able to enter it on my watch. So yeah. now I'm all good. But that, that was kind of the most, and it wouldn't load any of my apps until I got that resolved. So I had nothing but built-in apps. And Yeah, well, that so makes sense. You're right, too. It makes, it makes sense, but it was kind of like, oh, I can't do anything on my phone. Yeah. Because I have no I, I have no apps. I thought iCloud and iTunes password were the same. Mm. They usually are, but I had an iTunes password before there was such a thing as an iCloud account. So my I, my iTunes account is not even on an Apple. It's on a non-Apple email address. Yeah, um, I never when I do a re, that kind of restore, never it, it takes my iCloud info and it goes with it i've never got another prompt for itunes so i'm assuming right but but do you have the same identifier for itunes as your icloud i think so yeah i i I thought there were one password at this point i I know you used to be able to go into the phone and sign into itunes separately but i didn't think you were using a whole separate identifying account but i warn you i am yeah, I am too. You probably weren't. You're, you're not. You're. A, I mean, you're not a latecomer. But just those of us who were on the bandwagon on day one with with um, with iCloud and with iTunes, hmm. uh, which is now, account. of course, music. You, yeah, you were a separate like that. Huh? We, yeah, they were. They were not. They were not the same password unless you had enough foresight to make them the same password. But. That also would, in some ways, I'm glad I didn't because then that would have meant that if I had to reset one of the passwords, I wouldn't necessarily, I'd have to go and reset both of them to the same thing to keep on doing it. So I just know that I have two passwords. But the thing that happened with Jim's watch is because it didn't pull the the same account from iCloud. It's almost like when you, in the old days. No, I think the watch was a separate thing. But, but, But Warren, you're missing. It's not that I have two passwords. The ID is different. It's not uh, right. the ID for iTunes for me is not an, uh, a dot me account or whatever they oh. call it now. It's it's actually on a Provi.com account. And I think when I originally set it up, I think it wasn't even an email address. It used to be that your iTunes identifier didn't even have to be an email address. Right. And I think I had the same thing as you, but I think at one point I said they merged it together. Because no, again, they when they I won't merge it, they, they, can't, they, they can't merge yeah, it. Yeah, you I can't do that. Two accounts. Yeah. Well, no, because at the time there wasn't two. One, they were separate because one was iCloud and one was I, you know, tunes for purchases. But yeah, I, I don't know if I have two accounts, I don't know that I do. Well, I, I, I have two I, accounts. I, I, I use the 
one account for purchases for all the apps. I separated that and iTunes, all that. And then I have an iCloud account that I use just for iCloud and other things. So the reason I did it back in the day, and that's the reason a lot of us did it, was because if we were sharing the account with your with your spouse or somebody else, um, you didn't want to get all their contacts on your phone and their phone. So I, at the time, we separated, and I, I regret doing it because now all the purchases are on that iTunes or App Store right. account. And so when did a restore, my iCloud account keeps asking for her account. I, well, it's not her account. They're both my accounts. It's just I separated them. I mean, that, that was a pretty common a common thing that a lot of people did back in the back of the day. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Well, I think the thing is, in the early days, there was no iCloud or it was it was either Mac, anything. It was Mobile Beam. Well, Mac, no. I mean, originally it was before there was nothing. That was something that Apple came up with later. So right. the iTunes. You know, you you you'd have to be really prescient to set up the accounts the same because the other one didn't even exist. You know, Apple didn't offer it. Right. Um, you know, you couldn't you couldn't use an Apple email address because Apple didn't offer email addresses. Yeah, I, right. but I just I go back far back. I just <laughs> yeah. opened up iTunes and then to sign into my account, I I use the same. Yeah, some people have the same account. But yeah, a yeah. lot of people didn't. This Mac Voices Live panel shifts gears in the next edition of Mac Voices and talks about the Jamf User Nation Conference and some of the announcements that were made there. And then we start an intense debate over whether the Apple Wallet app should be able to be deleted in the iPhone. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.